G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. We're back today and working through something of what you might say could be a weekly update on how we just work on our relationships because relationships are so valuable to us. Oftentimes we only get one opportunity, one chance to make things work. Sometimes those relationships, when they dissolve, leave us abandoned, leave us rejected. So we want to work on those relationships, be strong in our relationships with those who are closest to us, in our marriage, in our family, in our workplace relationships, and with those neighbours who live close by in our community. You might be familiar with Jesus' words when he said, You hypocrite! Take the plank out of your own eye and then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Jesus' response in the way that we might perceive those criticisms we make of others, those arguments that we might put up to others, arguing they're wrong and we're right. And he says we might be the one with the problem. Well, let's get some insights today as we talk relationships. Peter Sorkia is a former pastor, now a Christian therapeutic life coach who leads Peter Empowering You. Peter, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me again. Peter, we all love that scripture and no doubt there'll be listeners who can think of a time in their own life when it really was applicable to them, uh, when we're criticising someone else, when we've got an argument going, there's the heat of battle and we realise that somehow or other we've got a plank in our own eye as we're taking the speck out of our, our, the eye of our friend. Any thoughts here on your own experience with that? Oh, how long you got? <laughs> uh, look, um, yeah, look, for 20 years in, in our marriage, I was telling my husband what he needed to do <laughs> to be a better husband. And it was about the 20-year mark when finally I thought, this isn't working. <laughs> um, God, what, what do I need to do? I've been praying for 20 years, but this is when I started to ask the Lord and listen to the Lord. And I had to chuckle, Neil, when you said we all love this scripture because I don't know if I love it exactly <laughs> because it's really hard when the Lord points something out in your own life and you have to address your own issues. It's hard to do that. We don't do that naturally. We naturally gravitate to what's wrong with other people because that's so easy to see. And it is not easy to see our stuff because that's who we are. We've lived that stuff all our lives. And that becomes just a part of us. And we don't realize that it's problematic. So, yes, yeah, so my experience is um, it's a hard thing to do. It's a very necessary thing to do. Some people are seemingly naturally judgmental and looking for the uh, speck in their brother's eye. But this happens really uh, in significant ways in the relationships that we're closest to. And so in our marriage, because we are acutely aware of our partner's weaknesses, uh, there are thoughts here 
that uh, in our children, our teenagers, we can see their weaknesses and we wonder why they don't see their weaknesses. Uh, there's something significant when it's about the people who are closest to us, Peter. Mm. Yes, this naturally judgmental type of personality, uh, psychological science, a lot of research on this in marriage, calls accusation. And some of us do have that tendency to be accusationary in our close relationships. And these, these things, there's another one called contempt. These are two things that can cause very big problems in marriage and are actually divorce predictors. So some of us are just that way. Maybe, again, it was how we were brought up. Maybe we were born like that. Who knows? But this is something that God does address in that scripture, get rid of the log or the plank in your own eye first. So God does know that we are like that. And for those of us that might lean that way, it does take a big shift and we need God to help us transform our minds because we're so used to seeing what other people need to do and not what we need to do to help our relationships. When we see things in others, and let's keep this at people who are closest to us, what is it do you think God is saying to us? Because there may be something deeper in there for ourselves if we're constantly seeing the the, the speck in our brother's eye. Mm, yes. If this is a constant occurrence and it's repeating, so obviously we need to do something to change. We need to address our issues. But perhaps God is also saying to us, are you really listening are you really hearing what your loved one is saying? Are you really getting to the heart of their heart, the heart of their pain, perhaps their issues? Are you hearing what their heart is? And I love it in 1 John 5, it talks about how God hears us. And that is so special to me because it makes me realize, it makes me understand that any time I have an issue, 24-7, God hears me. Whether it be the middle of the night or in the midst of trauma or out on the sea or out swimming as I do out there in the sea, even in dead of winter in Melbourne, I'm out there in my wetsuit. So God hears us in those times that we, we need help. And so we can hear, really deeply hear, and listen deeply to those in our lives in a similar way if we would but try to do that. So taking some time out, pausing, and looking for what might be behind the anger and the outbursts that you might be dealing with in your relationship, whether it's breaking down or it might have been going on for years and years, it might be something new, but taking some time to listen carefully. Mm. So we're listening on a whole lot of different levels. We're listening to our own heart and what God is saying to us. We're listening to the Lord about what he's saying about the relationship and the other person. And we're listening to the, the deep words that are not said, that are left unsaid to those that we love. And that real listening and hearing the depths of their heart is, can be evidence that we've done that and that we are doing that if we empathically listen. In other words, we reflect back, perhaps in our own words, what they're trying to say with, to us without putting our uh, judgment into it, without telling them what to do to fix it, but just simply listening on a deep level and then reflecting that. This goes such a long way and it's something we can put in our toolkit 
to improve our relationships, that is empathic listening, to build our relationships because there's nothing like being really heard by someone that you love. Supposing we've taken that time to listen carefully, empathic listening, as you say, Peter, but then we realise there are some things in our loved ones, whether it's a spouse or whether it's our teenagers, might be siblings, could be parents, some things we can't change. How do we get to a point, do you think, where you can be comfortable with the fact that there are some things that you can't change that your family may well just be like that and unless you deal with it personally uh, you might never be able to be content in that relationship thoughts here oh yes you know at the end of the day we have our issues and so does our so do our loved ones have their issues and god has put us together if it's our spouse then we become one our kids, then God has allowed us to bear those kids, whether they be biologically or spiritually or whatever way. And God has placed these close relationships in our lives for their good and for our good. And, and all things work together. Romans eight twenty eight for the good of those who love God has been called according to his purpose. So we've been called into these relationships and these issues in their lives they might not be able to change. And so if we don't lay down our need for those things to change, surrender our need for change to the Lord, put all that at the cross, if we don't do that, we're going to be just fighting an uphill battle for the rest of our days. So somewhere after we have endeavoured to do the best in our hearts and brought it perhaps to them in a loving way, then we lay it down. All, all the way through this process, we're laying this down, we're surrendering these issues to the Lord so that he can do the work in them. And I can't tell you, Neil, how many times I have seen this with people that I've worked with, that they've laid down their stuff about others, they've forgiven, they've broken those judgments off, they've, they've asked for forgiveness, they've done that hard work in their issues about those people. And then things have changed in the others. It's just phenomenal how many times I've seen that. So God comes in and does the miraculous when we do the natural stuff inside of us. So yielding to God, humbling yourself before him and before those that we're looking for that splinter in their eye, uh, there needs to be a way that we can experience the presence of God in his healing here. Is there a quick way to do that, Peter? Well, I would think, for me, the quick way would be to ask forgiveness from the person if you've wronged them in some way or if you've held on to unforgiveness, uh, if they're close by and if you can. Otherwise, you ask forgiveness of the Lord, which you would do anyway, and you would forgive those people. So forgiveness is the quick, surefire way <laughs> to, to get through, to break through this and release any judgments and ask God to forgive you, cleanse you, um, renounce those things from your life. So, look, it can be done in 30 seconds, even less, a quick prayer. And uh, it, that that is done in heaven. So what we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What we release on earth is released in heaven, Matthew 16, 19. So we can do this in an instant with the Lord doing the miraculous, you know, even quicker. 
Well, it might appear that there is something of an epidemic of less tolerance right throughout the wider community, and we can be coloured by that in our own special, intimate family and marriage relationships. So dealing with them at home might help us deal with things outside our home too. Let me point people to how they can connect with you, Peter. Peter Sorkier is a former pastor, now a Christian therapeutic life coach who leads Peter Empowering You. There is an opportunity for listeners to connect with an online group, which is an online coaching group, one Peter has running called De-Stress God's Way, and it's appropriate for people who are struggling with their relationships too. You can connect with Peter at peterempoweringyou.com. Check out Peter's books too, Unfrazzle and Redazzle, and another one called Inquisitive at PeterEmpoweringYou.com. Peter, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us once again today on 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.